You're listening to the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. If you see the importance and power of social media but aren't comfortable creating content that just adds to the noise, this show is for you. It's time to stop thinking of social media as a necessary evil or something to dread and to start embracing it as a powerful tool to build a more human world. I'm your host, Katie Hendler, a former blogger and Instagram influencer turned business owner. My company, Rosebud Social, helps mission-minded brands navigate the world of online communications in an intentional, heart-centered way, and I want to help you do the same. So, friend, grab a cup of coffee, or if you're like me, a craft beer, and let's talk all things social media. Welcome to episode four of the Reimagined Social Media Podcast. I'm so excited if you have made it this far and are continuing to tune in. Um, Today, I want to talk just some fun little practical tips and tricks for taking better iPhone photos or videos. Many of us use our iPhone, use our smartphone to take all of our social media posts, all of our social media videos to, to create our reels, to take those pics. And I was realizing recently that while I don't have any like extra special photography skills. Yes, I've taken a couple of photography classes over the years. Um, I just have learned from lots of trial and error a couple of just basic things that make a huge difference. So I want to share those with you today, especially if you feel like, oh, I'm not very good at taking pictures with my phone or I wish I was a little bit better at this. Try these basic tips first before you start, I don't know, diving into if there are online courses or YouTube tutorials out there that you could take. Try these and see if it makes a difference. All right. So let's dive in. Oh, and I was thinking too, as I was preparing this, one thing I want to share is, so back in the day when I was a lifestyle blogger and I was taking a lot of kind of outfit of the day pictures, etc. And this is before I had a great smartphone. I had a basic digital camera that I got really, really good at propping up in a lot of really, really bad places like the edge of a mailbox or on a railing along a stairwell and all that kind of stuff. And we are so lucky now that we have smartphones that take amazing photos and amazing videos and we don't need to have a bunch of high-tech equipment and amazing photography skills and all these editing prowess to be able to create really impactful social media content that we can do that with something as simple as the phone that we use to make phone calls. So just wanted to share that before we dive in. So number one tip for taking better iPhone photos or videos is to place yourself or your subject, your products in front of the lighting source. Right? So do not be on the side of your lighting source at, with the light behind you. But you want to make sure that you're placing yourself or, again, maybe your product that you're photographing or maybe it's another person. You want to make sure that you're putting them in front of the lighting source so that the light is hitting their face and really helping them kind of glow. So in very specific, what does that mean? Do you have to put yourself right in front of a lamp? No, you probably don't want to put yourself in direct light, but near a lamp, right? Or maybe the light is shining up on the local, on the nearby wall and you're going to put yourself there. Maybe you're going to put yourself in front of a window or an open door. Maybe you're going to open all the curtains in your room to make sure that the light is shining through. Um, Because unless you're going for really artsy pictures, you want to avoid having the light behind you or beside you. Um, and you want to make sure that you are kind of directly on. And that's that's the benefit of the ring lights, that you can buy a really inexpensive ring light. It helps diffuse the light, but it also helps it so that it's directly in front of you. And it helps just create a much better looking light. 
one other thing to note with that is while you do want the lighting source directly in front of you, for the most part, you don't want to be standing in direct sunlight. So you want to make sure you, you find that nice balance of kind of a diffused light, but also that it is the light is directly in front of you. And so that is the number one tip. And I think if you try it, just experiment a little bit and see, take a couple of photos of yourself standing in kind of the direct sunlight, take a couple of photos of you with the light source directly in front of you, and then take a few photos of the light source behind you or on the side of you. And you'll very quickly begin to notice the difference in the photo quality and how much better it is when you are standing with the diffused light directly in front of you. So that's my number one tip. I think that makes the biggest difference in all of your photos. Number two, and I would say this is my biggest pet peeve um, that I'm always doing. And honestly, whenever anybody asks me to take a photo of them, like the last time that I was at the zoo, I had a bunch of people ask if, they, if I would take their photo. And this is what I always do to strangers' phones and my own is to wipe the lens of your camera before you take the photo. You will be shocked at how dirty it is and how much better your photos are when you have removed kind of the dirt from daily use and your skin's oils and all the stuff that it comes in contact with in your pocket or your purse um, that just keeps your smartphone just a little dirty. So I use my sleeve, the end of my t-shirt, whatever it happens to be, to just wipe off the lens a little bit um, and it makes a huge difference. And also... To be honest, I do this with my computer camera as well before hopping on a Zoom call, um, and it definitely also makes a difference for that. So wipe your your lens, wipe your smartphone lens before you start taking any pictures. Number three, I would say, is use the camera timer to avoid blurry or unsteady shots. So timers are your friends. Timers really help, and you know are. Our phones, our smartphones come with built-in timers. For the iPhone, it's a three-second timer or a 10-second timer. Um, or if you have like a connected device, like a connected watch, you can also use, like what I use all the time is I use my Apple Watch with my iPhone and I use that as the remote and the timer to make sure that the photos are really steady, right? Because when we're holding our camera and trying to take the photo or when we're trying to like tap it really quick and like run and get in the shot or we're extending our arm really far out to be able to get the selfie that we're trying to get or the image we're trying to get, often those images are just a little blurry, right? They're a little unsteady or we're not perfectly framed in the shot. And being able to use the timer, three seconds or 10 seconds or whatever it happens to be, makes a big difference. So use that timer, take advantage. Um, it's really, it's easy to use and it's worthwhile. Number four tip for taking better iPhone photos or videos is to use a tripod or something that you can prop your phone up on rather than holding your phone. Again, it makes a difference. It makes things less blurry. Like I shared at the beginning, I was notorious for propping my cheap digital camera up on all sorts of surfaces, park benches, brick walls, mailboxes. I also can't tell you the number of uh, cheap digital cameras I broke because they would fall off of those precariously placed ledges that I had them on. Um, and that was just not good. So 
as soon as I could, I got a tripod for my camera and now I have several tripods for my phone. And I just, I have a little tiny one that travels that fits easily into my purse and that's easy to use. Um, in the end, it saved me a lot of money because it stopped me from having to replace bo- broken phones and broken cameras from all the precarious placements. But I think too, tripods are great whether you're taking you know selfie style shots or whether you're taking pictures of other things then you just want them to be a little bit more in focus so i use my tripod for almost everything whether i'm taking images of myself or images of clients um images of different things it just helps keep everything steady and it makes sure that everything is well framed so go ahead and use a tripod you can find really inexpensive ones on amazon um, that i would highly recommend so go ahead and do that The fifth simple, super easy iPhone hack for taking better photos that I have is to turn off live photo. It makes everything just a little blurry. I hate live photo. Yes, okay, it's cool that you can take the live photo and turn it into some kind of boomerang, right? Or some kind of looping video. But in terms of photo quality, it takes really bad photos when you have it set on live photo. So whenever I'm trying to take photos that I need to use for social media, anything fun like that, um, or anything business related like that, I turn off live photo. When I'm you know, taking fun pictures maybe with the family or funny selfies with the nieces and nephews, I might turn, turn live photo back on just so that I can have those mini videos or those boomerangs because they're just fun to have. But in general, my standard setting is to have live photo off. And again, if you do this, you might be surprised at what a difference it makes to turn the live photo off. So go ahead and try it um, and see what a difference. And maybe take a couple photos both ways of live photo on and live photo off of the exact same thing. And then notice just how everything's just a little blurry around the edges or you just don't capture that exact moment that you're really looking for. Uh, Number six. Use the focus. So you might not know this, but on your iPhone, if you tap on a certain area, a little on the iPhone, a little yellow box will pop up. And that's the area that your phone and your photo, your camera is focusing on. So go ahead and use that. If you long hold or hard press on that area, it will lock the focus on that specific area as well. So That is a really great way to make sure that the subject that you want in focus is actually in focus and not all of it, not the entire area that the camera is capturing or not the wrong area that the the camera might be capturing. Also to note that you can use the focus and tap focus on your Apple Watch as well. So if you're like me and you're using your Apple Watch as a timer um, and a kind of a remote You can also look at the screen on your Apple Watch, tap where you want the focus to be, and then tap the the photo shutter button or whatever you wanna call that, and it will also use that as the focus. So I love that feature. It's one of my favorite things about the Apple Watch, to be honest, is that you can use it as a remote, as something to focus, and as a timer for your photos. So that is pretty awesome overall. Number seven is to use the grid that comes kind of automatically on your camera settings. So you can turn it on or off. Some people have them automatically off. I turn it on and it's just always on. Why? Because photos are best when they're taken in the rule of threes. And that's what the grid shows you is the rule of threes. So what does that mean? Instead of having things, your product, yourself, perfectly centered in the middle of the photo, you want to think of having them more along the lines 
that the grid provides. Um, so shoot just a little off to one side or the other, and that tends to create just a better aesthetic appeal that it really kind of pulls the eye in a little bit more and engages the viewer just a little bit better. Um, so that is another one of the things that I always use that I always keep and create um, photos in because I just find that it helps just make things just a little bit better. Uh, and my last super simple tip that you can use for taking better iPhone photos or videos is to only use the provided camera distances. So, you know, on the latest iPhone that I have, it's a 0.5, 1, 2, or 3. If you have older versions of the iPhone, I think it's a 0.5, 1, or 2.5. Those are the provided basically types of cameras, right? Lenses, the type of lenses that your phone has. So those are always gonna take the best photos. So if you automatically, right, or manually, sorry, zoom in or zoom out, right? You could zoom out to 5.5 or 1.7 distance, or you could zoom to a smaller one at 0.08 or 0.8. You could do that and it will take the photos. But what I found is it just takes worse quality photos. Like they're just not as crisp. They're just not as clean when you make those little micro adjustments by moving a little closer or a little further from your subject. As opposed to, you know, like a 1.7, you might as well be at a two, use the two camera, the two camera lens that they provide. And you're going to find that it takes much crisper photos as a result. So do not do the manual zooming in or zooming out, but use kind of the camera lenses that are provided and then move yourself closer or further if you can in order to create the exact image that you want to create. So those are my really quick eight super easy, super implement implementable. That's not even a word. Yes. Super easy tips to take better iPhone photos. One, place yourself or your subject in front of the lighting source. Two, wipe your smartphone lens. Three, use the camera timer to avoid blurry and unsteady shots. Four, use a tripod. Five, turn off live, live photo. Six, use the focus. Seven, use the grid that's provided. And eight, only use the provided camera distances or the provided camera lenses when taking your photos. If this helped, I would love to hear which of these tips that you didn't know about and that made a difference in the photos that you're taking. If you have additional tips or tricks to share, I would love to hear them. I'm always looking to learn and to grow as well. So reach out to me. You can find me mostly on Instagram at Rosebud Social um, or Heck, you can even shoot me an email at hello at rosebudsocial.com. I would love to hear the tips and tricks that you have for taking better photos with your iPhone or your smartphone. All right, till next time.